Tuesday, March 8th was International Women's Day. And although that day passed a while ago, I mention it because it was when I heard about the subject of today's episode, the tragic story of Nora Parham, the first and only woman in Belize's history to be put to death. Radio Welcome to another episode of Radio Duende. I'm your host, Kian Eggett, and today I happen to be covered in blisters from the poisonwood tree. If you've ever rubbed up against some poison ivy while on a hike or something, then you've been through what I'm going through now. I personally have never been affected by poison ivy, even when those around me have been, so I thought that I may be immune to irushiol. Irushiol? I don't know. Well, it's the oil that poison ivy, poison sumac, and the poisonwood tree all secrete. Camille and I are in the process of clearing away as many of these trees from our property as possible, since you can't even stand under them when it rains or else you'll get burned by it. And I foolishly jumped in whole hog and was chainsawing these things down and carting them around all day last week. Well, it turns out I am not immune and had to go to the hospital yesterday to get a steroid shot in my butt to slow the spreading rash that is covering me from head to toe. So while Camille and Nan are headed to the property today to keep working on it, I'm staying indoors and applying calamine lotion regularly. So it's just me and Pepita, our new parrot, on this one today, talking about Nora Parham. Nora Williams was born January 1st, 1927, in Punta Gorda, which is a small fishing village in southern Belize, close to the border of Guatemala. She was the daughter of a mahogany contractor at the tail end of the mahogany trade, and was the second of four children. It could be assumed that her early life was not one of luxury as the mahogany exportation business was experiencing its second and last great decline, and chiclay production was rapidly replacing lumber as British Honduras's main export. Nora was of Indian ancestry, and as an adult stood a mere 4 foot 8 inches tall and weighed a slight 115 pounds. She later moved to Orange Walk Town in the north and married, becoming Mrs. Nora Parham. The relationship lasted several years, and together they had four sons, but eventually Mr. Parham walked out of her life and Nora was forced to make some tough choices. Perhaps out of love, or perhaps out of necessity, Nora Parham began living with a constable of the British Honduras Police Force, a man named Ketchel Raymond Trapp. Constable Trapp had a bad reputation in the area. He was known for his drunkenness and violence, and Nora had to take the brunt of his abuse. Witnesses can account to the savagery of the beatings Nora received, one man stating years later to the Belizean newspaper, The Amandala, that as a teen he had seen Trap kick Nora down a flight of stairs outside a nightclub in Punta Gorda. Nora herself was heard to have threatened repeatedly that she would exact revenge on Trap by throwing boiling hot lard on him while he slept, as witnesses in court later reported. She complained frequently to the local police about his brutality, but it is unknown whether the officers ever even mentioned these complaints to their fraternal brother. Regardless, Nora gave birth to another four sons, and Trap continued to exert his dominance over the tiny woman. What happened next would spark the emotions of people all over the country, calling attention to women's rights and the role gender has to play in the legal system. Around midday on the 6th of February, 1963, Constable Trapp caught fire while using his outhouse in the home he shared with Nora. He suffered from third-degree burns to 90% of his body, with only his head and neck unharmed, and died in the Belize City Hospital the next day. 
Nora was accused of dousing trap and gasoline and lighting him on fire with a match, and was arrested for the slaying of a police officer. Nora was remanded to the Belize City Prison, and her trial was held in the Supreme Court. While on the stand, Nora gave her account of that day, stating that she and Trapp had been in the heat of yet another domestic dispute. She had been carrying a gasoline-fueled iron in her hands, a common tool in that day, and had thrown the gasoline on Trapp during their struggle. Trapp, reportedly naked at the time, had left in an outrage, gone to the outhouse to be alone, and had lit a cigarette, catching his gasoline-soaked body on fire and burning to death as a result. There was no evidence to support her claims, and a current commissioner for the Supreme Court, Agrippina Espejo, even says that some statements were altered that would have exonerated Nora. And one week later, an all-male jury found her guilty of murder. She was labeled a cop slayer, and the common law marriage that she and Trapp shared for seven years was overlooked. She was sentenced to hang at 8 a.m. on June 5, 1963. There was no appeals process available at the time. In the weeks following the sentencing, a petition for clemency containing 2,461 signatures was delivered to the governor of Belize, but was rejected on the advice of the People's United Party government, turning Nora's court case into a partisan debate. The PUP stating that the execution would demonstrate the respect and authority of the courts, while the National Independence Party led a billboard campaign for a pardon. It is said that an appeal was even sent to the Queen of England, who had agreed to the stay of execution but the correspondence would not arrive until long after the execution would be carried out. On the night of June 4th, a vigil was held in attendance by some 200 people, and there was a heavy police presence including British armed forces due to the fears of potential rioting. The people angry over what they perceived as the injustice of a fixed trial, concerned for the fate of the orphaned children in the wake of the execution, and fed up with the blind eyes cast towards women with no recourse in their own abusive relationships. No pardon came for Nora Parham, and the execution was carried out as planned, making 36-year-old Nora the only woman in Belize to ever receive capital punishment. No black flag, no bell, and not even any noise audible to the public was made when 8 o'clock came and Nora was hanged, the Belize billboard of Thursday, June 6 documented. She was later buried in an unmarked grave. Some say to intentionally add insult to her injuries, and some say to hide the location of her last remains from those who would potentially vandalize the grave. Constable Trapp, however, was buried with full police honors. In the time since the trial and execution of Nora Parham, what really has changed in the criminal systems of the world's courtrooms? Women's rights seem to be akin to a game of snakes and ladders. With some gender equality victories, such as banning child marriage in the Dominican Republic, being counterbalanced by new laws such as the anti-abortion legislations in the United States. As for Nora's children, they can at least feel a little bit of vindication thanks to the official request of a full pardon for Nora Parham by Belize's Minister of Human Development, Dolores Balderamos Garcia. The request was put in this last Tuesday in honor of International Women's Day. As of this recording, the request is still up for debate and the pardon has yet to be granted. That's it for me on this episode of Radio Duende. Tune in next time. Check us out at duendebelize.com, D-U-E-N-D-E-B-E-L-I-Z-E.
A-L-I-Z-E.com to get more information on what we're doing out here. Stay curious, stay safe. We'll see you next time.